Hello and welcome to the Matt Belair podcast. As an explorer of the mind and world, author and coach, I have spent a lifetime learning how to push my limits and achieve my highest potential. My mission is to bring you the most inspiring, conscious, and empowering teachers, leaders, and thinkers on the planet. To bring you stories, lessons, and messages that will help you master your mind, body, and spirit. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. What is going on, podcast family? I hope that you are having a tremendous day. We've got an epic episode for you. We've got Alan Brunton on, and we are going to be talking about exploring breakthroughs in sound and frequency technologies. Uh, Alan is a super smart guy, really interesting story. Um, We're going to go into Alan's history and how his father was an inventor who would use Tesla technology. We talk about uh, what white noise really does, exploring artificial intelligence, uh, the work of Dr. Bruce Lipton, the Mozart effect, Royal Rife technology how EFT works on the central nervous system, how Hitler and Nazi Germany used frequency to manipulate, and why it got adopted worldwide. So this is an epic episode. I broke it up into two parts. You're going to love it. Um, thank you guys who have been supporting the podcast. Uh, leaving reviews are super helpful and free to do. Uh, those of you supporting me on Patreon, thank you uh, for that. Everybody's supporting over there, so if you want to support that way. Uh, the easiest way is to do one act of kindness. You like the podcast, go out there doing one act of kindness. Pay it forward, give someone a compliment, hold the door open, um, any of that. If you want to go to Patreon, uh, that would be amazing. I'd appreciate that. And, um, and, uh, oh, thanks to my sponsors, uh, Perium. Uh, if you go to bit.ly forward slash activate health, you get a $50 gift card and, uh, sync tuition, 3d binaural beat gamma wave brainwave and treatment. And they're bit.ly forward slash gamma waves. And you get three free binaural beat tracks. So that's it. That's all I'm going to say. This is an amazing episode. I know you're going to love it. Um, oh yeah. And if you want to share this with your friends and, and do time codes, uh, use clipconverter.cc or just, you know, hashtag or take screenshots of what you like and share that on social media because they are longer podcasts and that's what helps get the word out so please do that take that time if you're enjoying the content because it really does help massively Uh, so thank you for that so before we go into it let's come into a powerful state of peace and coherence so all you need to do is set the intention to do that and take in a deep breath in through your nose Hold that breath and just connect with your body now, wherever you are. You could be driving with your eyes open or going for a run. It doesn't matter. Just set the intention to come to peace and coherence. And now just let that breath out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day. Taking another deep breath in through your nose. Relaxing even more deeply, coming to powerful peace and presence. And just let that breath out slowly. Take in one more deep breath in through your nose. And then this time I want you to fill yourself up with love and gratitude and peace and kindness. I want you to send that energy to yourself. I want you to send it to every listener on the podcast, to your friends, to your family, to the entire world, a network in which we are all connected. And just let that breath out slowly. All right, there we go. We're ready to get into this incredible episode, part one with Alan Brunton. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mastermind 
Body, and Spirit show. I'm your host, Matt Belair. Today's guest is the president and CEO of Entree New Inc. and founder of Cymatrax. He is the visionary and developer of a new software platform aimed at enhancing optimal performance and human potential through targeted frequencies in digital audio, which results in healthier body, mind, spirit, and environment. Cymatrax Sound Software for Sound Lifestyles. As a past professional opera singer and audio engineer, he has also opened 33 different restaurants, nightclubs, and hotels, leading to his own TV cooking show in 2002-2003. Welcome to the show, Alan Brunton. Hey, Matt. Hey, Alan. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me on. This is really nice. Yeah, I'm excited to have it. You know, you came into my... uh, radar really quick and and you're working on some really fascinating stuff um that's really deep and i'm I'm so excited to explore your work and then actually in reading the bio looking at the former opera singer serial uh, entrepreneur just a very fascinating background what well, my feet have never been planted um the longest was i got them when i was married for uh five years and uh it did you know it did <sighs> I just advance. I, I just do so many things. And uh, so I, I always try to look for things to do. My father was actually an inventor. And he used technology of Nikola Tesla so successfully that uh, the federal government came and shut him down twice. So, <laughs> which well, is a whole other story that we can talk about. And I was actually talking to a, a screenplay writer about doing a, a, a movie on him. But like I said, that's a whole other story. Now, when I was raised in Amarillo, Texas, um, I would not have anything to do. So I'd go into my father's workshop and I'd see him working on things. And next thing I know, I'd look and see in one of his inventions, he would have something from my mother's kitchen. And I'd look at him and say, does mom know you have that? And he'd look and say, don't tell her. So, you know, it, it, I got to see him use things that were made for one purpose being used in ways that no one had ever thought of. And so that's exactly what, what happened to me whenever uh, I was going through a divorce and I went out to Florida from Texas to help a friend who had just bought two restaurants and didn't know what she was doing and asked me to come out and help her open them up. So I got out there and working hard and on my time off, I'd walk on the beach and I saw a lot of um, complimentary and alternative healthcare applications, a lot of holistic healthcare, um, natural, uh, you know, natural ways of doing things. And what fascinated me the most was a lot of applications of sound therapy. And so I was, I looked all around the community. I was in uh, Clearwater at the time. And I saw a lot of people using crystal bowls and Tibetan uh, copper bowls and tuning forks and chant and these machines that put out these specific frequencies applied. And people were getting stress relief from that. And they were getting a a reduction of inflammation from muscle tissue. And I thought, well, that's very helpful, especially since you don't have to use um, big pharma chemicals inside of you. 
So then I looked really closely at all those different modalities and I saw they were all using the same frequencies. And I just, you know, a little light bulb started to light up on top of my head. And I said, well, that's interesting. But if I take this to some of my friends, they're going to say, well, Alan, that's just a bunch of woo-woo. And so I said, okay. So I, I started looking then at other uh, areas, uh, including um, the, the, the recent research from institutions like Johns Hopkins, the Mayo Clinic, Harvard School of Medicine, MIT, and the Oxford Neurological Research Institute. And I, I spent about a year just going through all of their research, looking at their clinical trials into using sound and frequency. And I mean, I had piles of stuff to look at, but I, I put things together and I looked and they had used, uh, they had done clinical trials where they had taken specific frequencies, applied them to the test subjects and shown raised cognitive ability. And they've also then identified other frequencies, white noise, which does just the opposite and reduces the cognitive ability. So I just asked the simple question, aren't all of those frequencies within all the digital music we listen to? And people said, yes. I said, well, why doesn't somebody create software that will take a digital audio file, analyze it, find, locate where those good frequencies are, lock onto them, and then reduce the amplitude of the white noise in between at such a way so that what we have then is the, not, uh, no detriment to the quality of the recording, but we have also the um, uh, less stress, the user will have less stress, um, more energy, and a higher cognitive focus. And so when I asked that question, it was uh, told that, um, that that has never been done. So I said, okay, I'll do it. So without having uh, any understanding about how to do software, I just started asking questions, which is part of who I am and how I do things. Um, I've got an older brother that's very successful in business. And he actually went out and bought an old antique Jaguar and had it redone and had it and he done so well that it was it's won two national championships for show. And I looked at it and said, well, wait a second. This guy didn't who's working on his car didn't graduate from high school. I can do this. So then I went out and bought an old 54 Hudson Hornet put it in my backyard and I said, okay, so I got to tear it apart. So I tore it apart and then I had to go around and ask people, how do I put it back together? And I did. And I mean, the, the, the car was amazing. I took out the straight eight engine, put in a, uh, a rebuilt Chrysler 413 police interceptor. The car would do 150 miles an hour, had a push button automatic. And, I'm not a mechanic, but I just asked people, how, did, how do you do it? So 
what happened was um, about four years ago, I was up in Addison, Texas, uh, running a steakhouse, and I had a, uh, a customer who would come in about once or twice a week after she closed her office, and she'd have a glass of wine and talk to me. And we started talking, and I've, I've actually started studying a layman's way of looking at quantum physics since about 2000. And then once again with my father, understanding and using Tesla energy, I love to think then about how energy passes through the central nervous system and consciousness and how we can actually make ourselves available to do more than what the five senses are. So she and I started talking and she just dropped her jaw one day and said, you're too brilliant to be here. What well, you've got to do something else. And I said, well, I get this idea about software. And I started thinking about that. Like I said, when I was out in Florida in 2009 and it was just, uh, she said, well, okay, well tell me about it. And so I told her about it and she said, well, that's out, you know, out of my league, but I'll take you down to, to some people in Austin that I know and you describe it to them. I went, okay. So we went down there and I made a PowerPoint presentation. Today it's called a pitch deck. I didn't know. I didn't know anything back then. Um, but I did meet with uh, a man named Tommy Hoden, who is the founder CEO of a company called MagRabbit. And MagRabbit is the, started out as being the logistics company for uh, Dell many years ago. And they got to be so, uh, uh, MagRabbit got to be so successful that it's now five companies. And then the other person I met with was the chief software buyer at Dell. Um, his name is Manouf uh, Faran. And he had two PhDs in uh, tech and software and was working on his MBA at MIT. Um, guy that sat next to him in class was the uh, chief neurosurgeon at uh, Harvard. And so I'm going, okay, I'm talking to somebody here who knows his stuff. So anyway, I, I made this presentation and Manif uh, looked at me and talked with uh, Tommy Houghton and they came back and said, what you are doing, if you decide to do this, and if you can produce it, it will go global in less than one year because it has never been done. Had you come from software, you would not have been able to think of this. It's only because you come from outside of the box that you think of this. Now, the problem is, you don't come from software. So you're gonna have credibility issues. So you're going to have uh, people waiting to see it come to, to market first before they're going to invest in it. And so it's been a almost a four year journey for me to get this software up and running and we are about 90 days, a little bit less than 90 days to launch it. And we're going to launch it as a free app for everybody to use so that they'll be able to download the app onto their device and they'll be able to run their files through it. It'll take about five seconds uh, for, the, um, for the, the software to render a new file. And it will go in and, and take a, let's say a three and a half minute uh, MP3 and then it will kick out another file. And uh, I gave you the link so that you can use this on your podcast. So what is going to happen neurologically is that 
somebody asked me, okay, well, what kind of music does it work on? And I said, all kinds, because it's digital audio. Well, will it work on rap? Because I know Lil Wayne. I said, yeah, it'll work on anything. Okay, then in, it'll, in that case, it'll work on books on audio. Yes. Okay, it'll work on podcasts. Yes. Corporate training. Yes. Online education. Yes. So there's such a huge broad spectrum um, that I have talked with so many people about this, and they're going, I mean, especially in, in, in the medical field of neurology. Um, I, I've got a, uh, uh, some things and people I've talked to here recently that uh, uh, have looked at what I'm doing and have just said, everything you're saying is completely logical. It's just amazing that no one has ever thought of this before. So I've been doing, I spent about two years doing research while I was trying someone that will actually write my code. Now, um, the guy at Dell actually said, I would love to partner with you, but what you're doing is so different, I can guarantee that there is not a single person at Dell that has the skill set to write your code. Good luck. And he got up and left. And then Tommy Hoden said to me, well, I'll do your code. I've got 200 developers over in Vietnam. I said, okay. So he was going to take 20% of the company and it uh, build the software and be partners. <laughs> the only problem was after three and a half months of uh, talks and emails and conference calls and video calls, their chief technology officer, which happened to be his son, came back and said, we can't write your code. So, you know, there was three and a half months that was wasted. So I went to SMU and I, uh, Southern Methodist University, and I talked with the, the head of the mathematics department there, their chair, and we came to a conclusion of what kind of language need was needed, what kind of code was, need, was going to be needed to be written, and then programs to be able to build this in, into a box. And once we did that, then I put it up on, onto a, uh, uh, a job board, uh, telling the people the possibilities that the guy from Dell said, he actually came back and said, well, you know, you have the availability mm -hmm. of having over 4.2 billion users. Anyone who listens to digital audio. So I said, okay, well, that's fine. And so I put this up and just started. And so I also had an advisory board that I set up out in Florida, people that had uh, built software companies from the ground up. One uh, friend um, actually sold her company for $62 million. Another friend sold his company for $28 million. And I was just, I went out there and talked with them, also with a, a very successful, um, 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 uh, what do you call it, uh, acquisitions specialist. And uh, that's all he does is, is uh, mergers and acquisitions, M&A. So we sat down and we tried to figure out then how to be able to launch this and what would be a substantial business model. And everybody said to me, well, I mean, 
to reduce stress, which is what um, white noise actually does. And if you go to my website, you will see below the video logo um, links that I have just put up there from the National Institute of Health that shows a detriment to your cognitive ability whenever white noise is applied. And once again, white noise is in 99.5% of all digital audio. So we are subjecting ourselves to it. Which reminds me of a story that um, about six months ago, I spoke with uh, a television producer at WFAA, uh, which is the ABC affiliate here in Dallas. And when I told him what the software would do, he said, it's absolutely brilliant, but we can't use it at the station because we do just the opposite. We add white noise to our audio so that we put people into a trance that are watching the program so that they will not reach for the remote to turn the channel, so they will watch the commercial, so they will buy the product, so our Nielsen ratings go up, so we can charge more for the client. That's pretty diabolical. But it's just a confirmation that that's what happens whenever all of the television stations make us into couch potatoes. We just sit there and we don't know why. Yeah, I'm motivated to do this, but I'm gonna finish watching this, even though it is, you know, a, a rerun of the Jackie Gleason show. Yeah, it, it's, we, we just don't understand what we're doing. Anyway, so I've been on this, this journey to be able to do something to help benefit people. And, and once I found um, someone, I mean, it, like I said, back when I put this up on the job board, I got about 1,200 resumes people wanted to work with me. And not one of them had all the qualifications I needed. So speaking with my attorney, he said, well, I got a guy that I worked with years ago. And he just talked to him, see what he has to say. I, I know he's a musician, he plays the violin, but he's, he's kind of different. So um, I met with this man, and uh, Nathan Frick, uh, when I started talking to him, I, it, I could just see the genius in his mind. And he fell in love with this project. He actually had uh, developed uh, software that would find oil and gas in the ground from a satellite feed. And he was working for a company at that time, so the company got all the proceeds all the royalties and he got squat so whenever I told him yeah I mean you'll have a, a big percentage of the company without any problem he goes all right let's do it so he took about uh, oh, three and a half four months to write the code for this and I've got it up and running and um, started then trying to figure out how we're going to get this to market in the meantime I had um, a let me just see if I can go here real quick and find and just scroll on down here. Um, give me just a second. 
Yep, no problem. We can see your screen too, so it's working. Okay, great. And there. So someone, I, I got a phone call and an email from Grammy Hall of Fame member Sir Earl Toon, who lives here in Dallas. Can you see that okay? See the picture? Yeah, I see the picture. You might want to go full screen that, with it. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's not where I needed to be. Anyway, so Sir Earl Toon um, heard what I was doing and um, emailed me his latest digital master. And I ran it through the software, put both versions onto my cell phone, and we all went out to have dinner. And we're sitting at this quiet table, and he put on my studio headphones and listened to both versions side by side without knowing which was which. And about after eight minutes, he took off the headphones, and he said, the first one was sweet. It was pinpoint clear. I could hear each and every note exactly. I had so much energy, I felt like I could dance all night long. The second one was murky. It, it just made me want to roll up into a ball and go to sleep. And I said, the second one was yours. And he looked and said to me, Alan, this software needs to be in every recording studio in the world. So, I mean, this is the man, you know, that that's all he did for days and days and for weeks and for years was sitting in a recording studio and knows how his music is supposed to sound, not just how it sounds, but now people can tell how it feels. Now, on my website, I do have a tab that says uh, Take the Challenge. And I've got um, about eight different songs on there. It starts with the Rolling Stones, appropriately singing Start Me Up. And then there's the girl from Ipanema, the Hollies, Willie Nelson, Mozart, uh, Adele, even some headbanger music. And 92% of my 3,100 plus Facebook friends who have gone and taken the challenge have come back and they see this, it's in column A and column B. So, and I don't tell people which one has been treated and let them just go find out for themselves. And then they send me an email and I let them know. 92% have come back and correctly identified which column has been treated, not because of the way it sounds, but because of the way they feel. So that's part of what we're going to be doing is trying to understand um, how to be able to get this out to people. Now, these specific frequencies, the name of my company mm -hmm. is called Cymatrax, which is a combination of two different words. It is T-R-A-X for tracks as in tracks of music, but C-Y-M-A is short then for cymatics. And do you know cymatics? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the for those that, that don't right now, uh, cymatics is actually the observation of how we can um, see how the energy of a sound wave of frequency travels efficiently through the central nervous system, um, and so there are specific frequencies, like I said that have been identified through these clinical trials 
that travel efficiently through the central nervous system and others that don't. What we see in cymatics and the, the basic observation of that is how when you take a stereo speaker and lay it on its back, put a metal plate on top, and then pour fine sand on top of that. Then you turn on a, a frequency generator and an amplifier, and if you look at the horizon of that metal plate, you'll see the sand is just bouncing up and down until you modulate to a specific frequency. And that's when you get a geometric pattern. You continue to modulate, and that sand will go back into a blob again, but then it'll turn into another pattern, as shown there on the screen. So each one of these specific frequencies they're all within the digital audio that we all listen to, especially in all music. Somebody asked me, he said, well, what about different kinds of music? And I went and just told them, okay, look, think about it this way. Somebody takes a guitar and they play a note, they pluck string, and then they slide their finger up. Well, you've got all of this digital audio going on. So, Whenever you are looking at um, the observation of how some frequencies are within the digital audio, you have to go back and think about, okay, so what is white noise? White noise, of course, is the, um, let's see if I can find this real quick. Pull that up for you. Okay. And there. White noise is actually a, a broad spectrum of, if you look at every single one of those millions of dots that are causing that area to be gray, and everything around is the white noise, the very center is actually a fre specific frequency. Well, the brain is like a computer, and it has RAM and a processor. And whenever you are um, thinking about three or four different things, or let's say a computer has three or four different programs running, everything is fine until you upload huge amounts of data to it. When you do that, you're slowing down the entire processing. Your other programs that are running slow down and, and come to almost a halt. That's why people listen to white noise to go to sleep. That's why there's so many companies out there that are telling um, young parents, use a white noise generator and it will calm down your child so they will go to sleep. But what you're doing is you are slowing down their cognitive ability. Now, they'll go ahead and still breathe, but when we go back and we start looking at, okay, how long will this take effect? Is it detrimental in any way? I am not going to say yes or no. What I will give you, though, is examples. Like um, Morgan Freeman hosted a program called Through the Wormhole. I loved all of that. And in that program, there was a, uh, a neurologist, um, Dr. Roy cohen Kaddish over in the Oxford Neurological Research Institute that took and applied specific frequencies to the test subjects. The first they, they ran an EEG uh, on the, the scalp, and then they had these other electrodes, 
um, emitting these other frequencies. Well, to, to do a clinical trial for them, they gave them video games to play. And they turned on the EEG and they turned on the video games and they started playing the games. And so they measured the score and they measured the EEG and then they turned on the frequencies. Well, they were able to raise their test score or the uh, video scores, plus the EEG had a higher output showing a higher cognitive ability. Sounds great. But the amazing part was they brought the same test subjects back six months later and they ran the exact test tests again and their second baseline was still higher than the first with just one application of frequencies showing you can rewire your synaptic nerves into a new subconscious programming with just one application of specific frequencies and it lasted over six months that was amazing. So we don't know what we're subjecting ourselves to on a daily basis or how long it lasts or what, what we're doing to suppress our brain's ability or capability. That's what I'm trying to do with this software. Sarcastically, I tell people the only reason why that I built the software was because I was tired of dealing with stupid people. But, you know, it, it, that usually does make some people, you know, chuckle a little bit. But, no, it's, it's my way of giving something to the world. And the neurologists I've spoken with all just look at it and say, it is logical. It's just amazing. No one's thought of this yet. So once I got the software done, then my attorney has, uh, uh, his firm has 46 attorneys here in Dallas including three patent attorneys, and one of them, Wei Wei Jiang, uh, was listed as the 2015 female patent attorney in the United States. She's a brilliant person. And she has, uh, did my, my patent um, uh, for me and has come back, and um, everything looks really good. We, we have not got it uh, um, given to us yet. But so it is patent pending, but we're looking to be able to find ways of being able to get this out to people. Um, so once again, because of what Dell said, and finding people that would uh, support this uh, does take money. And I've got over $250,000 of my own money into this. And it is, you know, that's, that's a big chunk out of, of the, the pocketbook. So I've, I've just been looking at trying to find other investors, people that have been to the market before, especially with software, and they've launched new concepts into uh, studies. Um, I met a man, um, Darren Martin, who is an international keynote speaker, and he and his wife were traveling on the way to Santa Fe to do a keynote talk there, and he then introduced me to um, quite a few people. Uh, the first one he introduced me to, oh, I forgot his name, sorry. Um, he is the founder CEO of a company, of an artificial intelligence company called Gray Matter. And they just moved their company over to London. And they received a huge amount of funding to go forward. And he and I were talking 
And he said, well, can we take your algorithm and then put that into the AI and then the AI into a robot with the understanding then that a human would understand the communication from the robot faster, quicker, and longer than two humans talking to each other. And I said, yeah. In most instances, yeah, that would work. So we have to keep an open mind of, of what's going to be done with AI as it comes forward. I mean, a lot of people are going, no, we, 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 we got to put the brakes on it. I, I'm a positive-minded person. I always just look at, okay, so what are the possibilities to help advance humanity? And that's what we're doing with this software. Uh, just think about um, all of the NBA players who get off of the bus to go play basketball. They all have headphones on. Well, if each one of them could have less stress, more energy, and be making better focused decisions while on the court, okay, there's no brainer there. The, the Center for Disease Control, the CDC, is reporting that 85% of all disease is caused by stress. Well, how much digital audio do we subject ourselves to? I've, I've got to go back and show you a couple of pictures uh, about um, stress and how I came about even thinking um, a little bit more that led me into thinking what we are doing is uh, harmful to, to ourselves. Um, okay, so, and there. This is a picture of the bed and breakfast that I owned back in 2006 through 2009. The house was built in 1895. It was a fig tree manor in Palestine, Texas. And it was on what was called a pier and beam foundation. And I'll show you a picture of pier and beam here in a second. But inside of the office was a side-by-side um, uh, -a -side freezer that was so loud and so hot, it was unbearable to go in my office and work. So what I did was um, I had the refrigeration guys drop the compressor and the fan from the unit down below, under the house, in between four of the um, these pier and beams. And we'll get that back up. And there's a picture of that. So that's pier and beam foundation. So the, um, the area of the brick and mortar then holds up the beams, and then they put other boards on top of that, which is the flooring. And in the center, they put two 18-inch square cement slabs to which they dropped down the compressor and fan, and everything was fine for about four or five months until I had a plumbing problem under the house, and so I had to go fix that. And while I was under the house, I thought, okay, I better go next to the, the compressor and fan, make sure that nothing is blown next to it to generate heat so it would burn up. So I went over to the, the pier and beams, and, and actually I took my flashlight because it was dark under there, and I looked around, and I was just totally amazed at what I saw 
um, because the, the four columns that were closest to the compressor and fan um, had actually disintegrated the cement in between within just four months from the vibration and the frequency used. And I asked myself the question, if that's happening to hard matter, what's happening to our central nervous system, which is 90% water and sound travels much more efficiently through water than it does through the air. And so that really made me think about it. Think about all the, the kids that are going off to college and they are inside of their dorm room. Well, their nightstand next to them is one of those small refrigerators. And it's got that compressor going all the time. And they sit there and they try to study. Hello, son, how are you doing? Well, I'm having a hard time. I don't know why I can't talk. I mean, why I can't think this when it was a good subject for me. Well, they've got this influence. They're sitting there trying to study. And the ability to have a good cognitive um, recourse is going away. So there's just so many different things that have, have been coming about that um, I have, I've, I've, I'm just, like, as I said, like, like the uh, neurologists have said, I'm just amazed that no one else has thought of this. You know, Dr. Bruce Lipton, um, in his uh, presentations over the past few years, has said the, the cells are influenced by four na natural environments, and that is chemical, heat, light, and sound. You know, the chemicals which we produce from our glands and what we ingest and then the heat and the environment that we do put ourselves in, and the light, we are learning then about so many different kinds of uh, light rays, blue light and infrareds. Nobody's doing anything with sound. I started looking at more, trying to find national um, clinical trials that were research, and I found uh, a, a study that was just done over in India where they studied 2,000 truck drivers and 83% of them were having digestive problems. And it wasn't because they were eating truck stop food. It was because of the vibration and the sound of the, con of the constant engine running all the time. And their recommendation within the clinical trials, they spent a million dollars doing this, looking at it, said was that they wanted to soundproof the cab. Well, think of all the truck drivers there are out there. That's not going to happen. But we have to become more conscious of our environments that we're placing ourselves in. The other trial that um, comes about that a lot of people have been questioning is from Canada and the adverse effects of living within one mile of an industrial wind turbine. The constant woof, woof, woof. That trial showed that 85% of people that lived within one mile of a wind turbine 
we're probably going to have adverse health conditions. And think about all of these that are all over the world now. I mean, off the coast of Scotland, they have thousands, tens of thousands of these wind turbines out there. And most recently, they, they showed uh, death in, in the uh, marine life out there. And they're saying, oh, well, it can't be the wind turbines. Nothing like that's ever happened before. Okay. Well, so we, we just don't know. Um, trying to understand, and I want to pull up another uh, slide here for you, is one that I have talked with other laboratory um, clinical trial uh, professors and doctors, physicists. This is what I was talking about in understanding how a, a specific frequency will go through the central nervous system. So here you've got the cytoplasm, and here this is one single cell. And every cell has, I mean, so many receptors, and they are once again influenced by uh, the chemical, heat, light, and sound. So as a specific frequency that I showed you would travel efficiently through the central nervous system goes in, it will not disperse its energy as quickly as white noise that disperses all over and causes the brain to send its cognitive ability to um, the area to identify what's going on. So that's another reason why that we lose our focus whenever we are subjected to white noise. So, um, can get rid of this. I'm sure you've got quite a few questions here so far, but I mean, go ahead, just shoot something at me if you want to. Yeah, wow. All right, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed that episode with Alan. I'm sure he broke some minds there. He is a fascinating character with some absolutely extraordinary technology, which I will be using on the podcast soon. Um, we had to, because it's in beta, I had to get a new password, but I'm going to be using it for the podcast to give you even more coherence and, uh, uh, I don't know, positive vibrations as much as I can to help you. So I'm all about using technologies for good. Um, what else? Oh, if you like the podcast, you want to support, easiest thing to do is just do one act of kindness. Don't tell anybody, just do an act of kindness today. Next thing you could do is you could share the episode, leave a review. And if you want to support financially, you could go to patreon.com and even a buck a month from a lot of people would be great um, because it would really help. And I would appreciate that. So, you know, go consider that. Also, Zen Athlete, go get that book. If you haven't, pay it forward and gift that to someone. You can change that to Zen Life or Zen Entrepreneur um, because it's the fundamentals for excellence in achieving anything. And if you take the same principles necessary to land a trick that has never been done before that can kill you into your daily life, vision, vision statement, whatever, uh, that's the recipe. It's the recipe for the highest hardest thing to do so when you apply it to anything else you're you're way beyond so uh great book share it with your friends um support zen athletes support the podcast if you dig it um support my sponsors perium and sync tuition bit.ly forward slash activate health 50 bucks 
for awesome products and bit.ly forward slash gamma waves for 3D binaural beat tracks and get three for free. So both free stuff, both good stuff. Um, For those of you guys who are interested in coaching, hit me up or speaking or anything like that and you really want to level up, there are some spots available. Um, You can hit me up and basically we're going to dive deep into consciousness, into designing a a filling life, into um, just exploring what you want. You know, how do you be happy, more fulfilled? How do you overcome roadblocks? all that kind of stuff, how to design your life. Um, And I'm happy to help. So if you are interested in really leveling up or you have a team and you already have a business and you want to teach flow state, peak performance, uh, personal development to your staff and and have them perform at a higher level, we can do that too. Or just a book club or whatever else, just hit me up and we'll make it happen. Just go to matt at zenathlete.com and make an inquiry. And I would love to show up wherever you are so just hit me up so that wraps it up before we close it out um, i'll just invite you to come to a state of peace and coherence and you do that by setting your intentions so just stop and taking a deep breath in through your nose hold that breath and just let it out slowly with all the cares and all the worries and all the stresses of the day take in another deep breath in through your nose Connecting to universal source energy that connects us with all life, the sun, the moon, the stars, the animals, the plants, just connecting to your divine, immortal nature. Just let that breath out slowly with all the cares, all the worries, and all the self-criticisms. Take in one more deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath. And now I just want you to fill yourself up with love and gratitude and kindness for yourself. Just being loving, kind, support to yourself. Just think about all the loving things that have been done for you and you've done for others. And I want you to send that energy out to your friends, to your family, to everybody else on the podcast, the podcast network, to all your family, to all the world, to all the galaxy. Just see it going out, radiating to all beings. And just see that energy come back to you like a tidal wave, magnified a million fold. Just let that energy into the center of your heart. And I'm sending you that energy now, all this energy and love and warmth and support for you to just to receive and to enjoy now. So have an incredible day. Remember, you are perfect, whole, balanced, harmonious, loved, incredible, just as you are. And we'll see you in part two with Alan Brunton. 